0: Gotta get these glasses fixed. You've been saying that for months. Who's the guy that's been following us ever since we left Walt's place? Chunky, kind of a friendly face. Bonjour.
1: Oh, hello there. Uh, yes, I'll admit, I, I kind of wanted you to spot me, actually. <laughs> you
0: wanted us to?
1: Well, I don't like approaching people, you know, uh, being a bit of an imposition and all that, but uh, I was hoping I could ask one of you two to press the button on the randomizer for me today.
0: Sounds as though it might be fun. Yes, but why us? Because we're detectives, because we find people. Because we know what mistakes they make, and because we know what not to do,
1: hmm? Well, actually, it's because I'm pretty sure The Protectors is the only Jerry Anderson show that I haven't actually asked any regulars from to press the button on the randomizer yet. Well, unless I've forgotten already. After 111 weeks, it's getting very difficult to remember. Um, Contessa, would you like to do the honours?
0: alright, it's alright, I'll handle it. Oh, come on, Harry, what's wrong? Isn't it professional enough for you? I don't know, there's something about that guy, something I don't trust, something for you. Oh! I can
1: promise you, Mr Rule, I am entirely trustworthy. Maybe. Hmm. Oh, there's the printout. Right, let's see. Well, today, it's an episode from season two. What do you mean? Of Supercar. Is it? Yes, the final episode of Supercar, in fact, and it's definitely a weird one for the show to go out on. Here's
2: King Cool. Oh,
0: I should hate to be responsible for that.
2: I see a reason. Supercar!
1: So after the return of Stingray to the randomizer last week, we're now revisiting uh, Supercar, which uh, also has not been around for quite a while. Super
0: Soap, King Cool!
1: With King Cool, the final episode of Supercar to be produced. Um, As you may be able to hear, there is a nice little uh, drum drum and piano session going on here. What you may not know if you haven't seen this episode is that uh, the chap on the drums...
0: This King Cool... He's the greatest
1: Yeah, he's the greatest He's, he's playing the drums He's also a gorilla
0: I Believe you're jealous You're a real cute monkey, Mitch But you can't play the drums <laughs> That's
1: it That's it, their relationship's over Yeah, um, a nice touch at the, the beginning of the episode The episode title Was the words King Cool on King Cool's drum
0: You've switched it off <laughs> Say, listen I've got an idea Uh I'll ask Dr. Beaker to make a drum kit for you. I can play the piano, and I'll teach you to play the drums. Oh,
1: here we go. Sudden... sudden. uh, What do
0: you say, Mitch?
1: uh, Musical ability for for Jimmy and quite a few other people in this episode that we've never seen previously.
2: Uh, Definitely not. But Dr. Beaker... Uh, No buts, Jimmy. You can talk me into most things, Jimmy, but this time, no. Definitely and positively... No. Ah,
1: so Beaker has refused to build Mitch a uh, drum kit. Obviously, he is going to stick very uh, very strongly to that uh, decision. And is not, even as we speak, working in the laboratory while, uh, while everyone else is asleep. And this is uh, the final episode, as I said, of, of Supercar to be produced. And uh, most probably aired. I don't have the air dates list right in front of me. Oh, we're seeing everybody's... Um... In everybody's bedrooms, um, Mike's and pop kisses, and uh, oh, Jimmys—we've seen in Jimmys quite a bit already. Mitch. So. Oh, Mitch. oh I, I know. I said Jimmy. I've said before that Jimmy is an ugly puppet, but when he's lying down, the nose—that big nose of his—actually looks broken.
0: Do you reckon he's making that drum kit after all?
1: <laughs> oh, poor little Mitch gets a little. Uh, it's a little pet bed on the floor. Uh oh.
0: What on earth is happening?
1: <laughs> oh, Mike's tapping his feet while he's sleeping. That's quite
0: nice. Dr. done it. He's made you a drum kit.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't make him a drum kit, uh, uh, Jimmy. I, I made it for myself. I figure if you want something, I shall not only not let you have it, but make one for myself.
2: Actually,
1: man. Oh, good old Beaker, he's come through for, for Jimmy and Mitch, and now he and Mike and uh, Popkiss are out in Supercar.
2: The overhaul that you've carried out
0: on Supercar's engines is just great. She's flying like a bird, or as Jimmy would say, real
2: cool, Dad, real cool. Yeah,
1: uh, we're, we're getting into the uh, period of uh, trying to trying to sound cool and hip for the youngsters.
2: Very kind of you to find time to make Mitch drum kit. It certainly keeps Mitch out of mischief, and Jimmy does nothing else but teach him how to play. Uh, I suppose so long as it brings him happiness, it's uh, all worthwhile. But I really do think he's wasting his time with Mitch. Uh, monkeys have a limited intelligence, you know. Now
1: come. On. Uh, regardless, I do hope he uh, enjoys the five hundred pounds of jelly I hid in the big drum. Uh, you know, kill two birds with one stone, Mike.
0: That's fine, Mitch.
1: Uh, so now Jimmy and Jimmy and Mitch have been left alone in the supercar lab, which never seems like a good idea.
0: Simple, Mitch. Now hit it.
1: Oh, but Mitch is a bit scared. Mitch is a bit scared of the drum kit.
0: Mitch, hit it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Up to the rafters with him. <laughs> Poor old Mitch. Meanwhile over at um this is uh, the guy who owns King Cool is named Bud Hamburger. And he's got uh, he's just got King Cool in in his living room. Okay, King.
0: That's it for tonight. Guess you'd better get back to your cage. Oh, he's chained to the
1: floor. That's quite sad. Yeah. So this is uh, this Bud Hamburger chap just. Uh,
0: this is your. Just business?
1: lets King cool into his house to play the drums, and uh, then sends him back out to a
0: cage. Only the supercar team. Well, folks, I guess today is the great day.
1: What is is Jimmy leaving Michael? Oh, oh joy! I've been waiting for this day. Oh, oh well, oh, since we picked up the little sprog, really. Uh,
2: intelligence. Yes, yes, because we've heard all that many times before. But Jimmy wants to give us a demonstration,
1: and I. Oh, Jimmy this and Jimmy that. I won't. Oh, oh, oh very
2: well. Results might be quite surprising. After all, he has been training Mitch now for three weeks.
1: Right, so this is three weeks later. Three weeks, Jimmy and Mitch have been practicing. Here We go. <laughs> let's uh, let's see how they go.
2: You're ready, folks. All ready, right, Jimmy, and looking forward to enjoying the show.
1: I wouldn't go that far, Professor.
2: But of course, we all realize that monkeys have, have a limited,
1: limited
0: intelligence.
1: intelligence. And now let's get It's quite strange that Beaker is pushing okay, that line. Go, um. Considering that throughout the series he seems to have made it his uh, so sort of a, a, a personal mission of his to to sort of encourage Mitch and um, respond to the animal intelligence that that, that he clearly has, but um, maybe that was more of a, a first season thing. And uh, of course, the second season, the Andersons were writing all of these scripts. The series took a more juvenile tone. I, I don't. Maybe they they just didn't realise that. Uh, that that had been a running thread through the first season. I also like this piece of incidental music, which uh, which I don't think has ever appeared on any of the uh, Supercar soundtrack releases over the years. I've, uh, I've just recently picked up the new silver screen one. Uh, I got the, the, the vinyl and the CD, and um, I've got the previous Fanderson ones as well, but this piece has never appeared on there, I don't think. Unless I'm talking absolute nonsense and it appeared on the very latest one and I just forgot. So did they already have a piano at Black Rock? Um, we've never seen Jimmy demonstrate any musical ability up to this point, we've never seen Jimmy demonstrate any ability at all up to this point. Um, but it, it does seem strange that either they already had a piano there or they got one for Jimmy. Oh,
2: on board.
0: Wonderful, wonderful! <laughs> Like Cool, man! Like Cool! Oh, dear.
1: The, the most easily impressed audience in uh, in Nevada. Anyway.
0: Say, Mitch, there's a write-up here about King Cool. He lives right close in Batesville.
1: Oh, yeah, Batesville. This was uh, a city that was established as being uh, quite near to the supercar lab in the second series. Uh...
0: Gee, I guess the excitement of the day has been too much for you, Mitch. Come to think of it, I'm pretty tired myself. Good night, Mitch.
1: Oh, Jimmy picked up on the hint that Mitch was... Tra- oh, Mitch was leading him on as well. Oh, as soon as the light was out, he opened one eye.
2: Very good meal. Thank you, Beaker. Uh, uh, now, if uh, you and Biker are staying in tonight, I think I'll go into Batesville to see my old friend, uh, Professor Harlow. Hey, doesn't he have some sort of observatory set up and studies the stars and all that jazz? He does indeed, but I
1: do... It seems like the sort of interesting thing we probably should have covered at some point in the series before the
2: final episode, Mike, but, uh, well, there we go. Sleep for once. I am always most considerate when other people are sleeping. Good night. <laughs>
1: There's that bit with the painting falls off the wall. So, yes, it's night in the supercar lab. And as Beaker leaves in his very noisy truck, we can—oh, he- did he crash? We can see that Mitch too has—has uh, has also left. He's not in his basket by Jimmy's bed anymore. But uh, I mean, do you blame him? Anywhere in the Black Rock Lab would be a better place to sleep than right next to Jimmy.
2: There's nothing like driving through the desert, knowing there's not another living soul for miles around.
1: Also irony. I love irony. Yep, there's Mitch in the back. Batesville. Ah, here we are. So Beaker is parked outside the, uh, home of his friend Professor...
2: Harlow, did he say? Shall we make our way over to the observatory? <laughs> huh.
1: And Mitch is gonna... sneak out the truck, see if he can, uh... Oh, okay. Whoa sudden-onset jazz riffs for, um... Yeah, this is the point where the episode starts to go a little bit off the rails. I've been on board with it so far, but, um... Mitch works well in small doses, and now we're getting a huge, um... Well, we're getting basically an entire plot dedicated to him this week, which, uh... You know, this music here is just dancing up and down on the spot. He's made his way to Bug Hamburger's house, and of course... The mailbox has Bud Hamburger and King Cool on the outside, but Mitch has now found King Cool in the garden in a cage, and they're having a little chat. And if you're worried that this scene might be a bit difficult to follow, um, you know, if you don't speak Super Mario Nation uh, ape, primate, monkey talk, then don't worry. It has subtitles. And not only does it have subtitles They are chatting to each other in uh, Beatnik style slang Which, I I mean, I suppose it's it's nice That it it fits with um, Mitch's previously Established human speech pattern In in Flight of (laughs) Fancy
2: Not at all As a matter of interest, Doctor According to my consultation with the stars The supercar laboratory Will be visited by a tall (laughs) Dark (laughs) Stranger Oh, it's not death again,
1: is it? He, he comes around regularly. We don't have anything for him. I keep trying to give him Jimmy, but he won't
2: take him. Uh, most interesting. oh, Fascinating. Watching the stars in the heavens. Of course, I don't really believe in this astrology stuff. A tall, dark stranger indeed.
1: <laughs> what utter nonsense. Beaker is heading home. Oh, that's a rather unsettling shot, just straight on to Beaker's face. Um, oh, that was quite sinister. The eyes weren't moving, but we can see now that King Cool has played a swap. He put... G- uh, no, he didn't put Jimmy in the cage, that's what Beaker wants. He put Mitch in the cage, and King Cool went back to the Blackrock lab on Beaker's truck. Now there's a shadowy figure sneaking up on Jimmy. I mean that, that is quite well directed that is almost uh, almost frightening at least for this show because ham and eggs for you I, I think shadows two eggs please nighttime seasons shadows look better in black and white they look a bit more effective and the king cool puppet is rather disturbing anyway he's got these sort of
2: uh, i got in so late last night sort of
1: rather sinister eyes
0: professor popkiss something terrible has happened
1: oh dear so king cool found his way to Mitch's bed in Jimmy's room. I don't know, maybe he uh, recognised the monkey smell.
2: I would never have believed it possible. What is it, Doc? It's Mitch. He's grown to at least twice his size. Into the control room quickly. Who knows, he might be violent. And meanwhile... Oh, you've shrunk. Say, what goes on? Hmm. Mitch we must help him in some way.
1: I, I don't know how how realistic this is that people would just uh, automatically assume that their oh. their primate ape things have either grown or shrunk. But uh, As I fear, I suppose there's a uh, not many other immediate uh, explanations for what's happened.
0: This has got to stop, Doctor Beaker. I've got an idea. Oh
1: shut up! It'll, It'll fail and it's useless. Two Go away. Two minutes. speaker's lab being smashed up
0: okay mike oh, so jimmy's plan is unless you have to will you don't worry jim we're as fond of mitch as you are you know play the piano to him and
1: ah, oh, that's calmed him down a little luring him out of the lab which he was smashing to pieces again this is one of those things in in final episodes you see a lot of um, props and things being smashed up I wonder if uh,
2: is dangerous.
1: that was Beaker's lab being destroyed for real or if it was uh, just more stuff they had lying around
2: get ready Mike he's going to pounce at any moment
1: oh wait Um, he's quite near Jimmy I wouldn't want you to hit Jimmy Michael uh, let us see how events play out no King Cool is uh, seems to be uh, settling down at the drums yep yeah. Those tiny little drumsticks in his massive long arms. This would also probably have to be um one of the largest puppets ever produced in the Supermarionation era, I would have thought, because well, he's basically beautiful. twice the at least twice the height of um of the regular human characters. He's towering over Jimmy there. Still it's working. King Cool is uh he's getting his uh He's, he's well into the groove here. Mike, Beaker and Popkiss are just stunned into silence while this is playing out. Oh, King Kool is even tapping his foot in time to the music. Ah, now we're back at Bud Hamburger's place and um, Mitch is filling in on the, the same track with, with Bud Hamburger.
0: You know, I just don't get it, King Cool. You're better than ever. Man, you're the ultimate! But we've got a real problem, King. What am I going to say to the sponsors? And what about the TV audience? Boy, are we in trouble. I guess it's goodbye to our contract, King. And just as we were hitting the
2: big time. Aw. poor Mitch.
1: I also like the... Well, I don't like, but I, I'm impressed by the way that the animal cruelty side of this with... um with King Kool having his foot manacled to the floor while he's playing at Bud Hamburger's place, it doesn't get mentioned at all. It's like... The
2: problem is going to be feeding
1: It's just, you know, that, that's the way it is, and uh, and we don't question it.
0: Now you can have your
2: special treat. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: professor, did you see that? I've never known Mitch to refuse nuts, no matter how much he's eaten. Say, listen you think it's possible that maybe he isn't Mitch?
1: Oh, that was the giveaway, was it? Nuts.
2: You're right.
1: Aside from the fact that he's clearly a different animal entirely.
0: There's only one other monkey or gorilla that can play the drums, and that's King Kool.
1: <laughs> uh, you mean the monkey that you and Mitch were watching on television over and over again, Jimmy, and uh, you should have instantly recognized him as being King Cool, and you didn't think to tell us? i don't know how they switched around
2: that one jimmy yes we'll flyking cool back to you right away in supercar
1: after all that's what we invented it for you know we started the series with the idea of rescuing people and now it's just you know we have a big monkey take big monkey from a to b and i think this is probably as as good a fun fina- well not finale but a final episode as you were likely to get for supercar series two um it is quite a way removed from the the beginnings of the series, but uh, it's certainly a better note to go out on than, than something like Transatlantic Cable.
0: Really, it's,
1: it's enjoyably and, and rather endearingly
0: loopy. Yes, to be quite safe. Supercar to base. Supercar to base. Setting course for Batesville. Bud Hamburger.
1: Oh, when you've got a puppet the size of King Cool in the back of Supercar, it brings the the legroom issue even more into question because going out of control there's just no room there's barely any room for mike
2: but who are you
0: brute.
1: oh who is now being strangled by King cool because uh I guess I guess he he's registering his um his thoughts on the legroom issue as well
0: professor I can't reach the remote control switch I have got an idea dr beaker
1: oh shut up I <laughs> am Something else I, I do admire with this episode and uh, certain later episodes of and it, they always seem to fall later in the show's run of uh, episodes revolving around music or a piece of music or a performance like with um, Space City Special in Fireball XL5 which I think was the final episode made and they end with a big musical number. Oh, why not give it a whirl? Oh, so now they've brought King Cool home and everything's been um, been sorted out. King Cole and Mitch are sat on the sofa, King cole has got his arm around Mitch, and now they look like, like, good friends.
2: Say,
0: if there's anything I can do in return, you just say the word. Well, there is one thing... We've got
1: Peter coming round to see you about this whole chaining animals to the floor thing.
2: Boy, we'll really have a ball! My goodness, I'm so excited, I can't wait!
1: Yep, just as uh, Fireball XL5 went out with a big musical performance, we are now ending Supercar with...
0: ...and now we present to you... The show you've all been waiting for, folks! The Bud Hammer
1: Fireball XL5!
0: Bravo! Bravo! And this week, we have a very special surprise for you all. King Cool! With musical Mitch!
1: So yeah, obviously Mitch was trained um, through this episode on the drums.
0: World famous supercar team.
1: But now with this episode, we not only discover that... Jimmy can play the piano, here's Beaker on the trumpet, and Mike is, is, I think he's on the double bass. And none of this has been established previously, and I, I, you know, it's, it didn't need to be established previously, I kind of love that characters just suddenly demonstrate um, musical ability in this, and Space City special. And if we can't ever, we can't really have a, a definite final episode for Supercar, I don't think, or indeed most of the Jerry Anderson show, so why not go out with a nice big musical number? There's, there's really not much else, how else would you end a show like this? You can't, there's not really any long-running story that you can wrap up. I do love this uh, this performance as well. This is, uh, this is Swanee, isn't it? I think. Um, but a Barry Gray reinterpretation of it. Well, Beaker's playing the trumpet and he's, um, it's clear these puppets are not... Well, Mike's, Mike looks quite real and uh, naturalistic on the drum. No, he's not on the drum, he's on the double bass. Mitch is on the drums, he looks quite good. Jimmy looks quite good on the piano too, but Beaker with the trumpet just with his lip locked open constantly, bouncing up and down on the spot, um, is perhaps letting the side down a bit. And that was it. That was Supercar, King Cool. Um, what a strange note to go out on. I, as I said, I think this, this uh, final episode is a long way from where the show began. Uh, if you do have to end the show, I suppose it's nice to end it on a sort of rousing musical number. Story by Jerry and Sylvia Anderson from an idea by Jerry Anderson and Reg Hill. Um, presumably that they uh, they had in the pub. What if we? What if we have monkeys on drums? Um, but it's it's pleasant enough. Um, I, I rather enjoyed coming back to that one. Actually, I remember the last time I saw this one, I had a raging cold. I felt like absolute death. So it's uh, it's been a much better viewing experience this time. And uh, yeah, nice little bit of King Cool. Nice way to end supercar, really.